This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Interruptions. Interruptions. We all know them. And we all hate them. Unless, of course, we're being interrupted from something we don't want to do, and then we're okay. But they're distractions. They're things that keep us from doing what we want to be doing or what we should be doing. They are those annoying, frustrating moments that pull us out of our groove, throw a wrench in our works, and otherwise discombobulate us. Interruptions are life's hiccups, and we all know how annoying hiccups can be. Back in September, one of my devotional readings from Live in Grace, Walk in Love by Bob Goff was all about interruptions. I actually read it while I was away on a writing retreat, which is one of the few times of uninterrupted writing I get in a year. So I was especially aware of how far I will go to avoid those dreaded interruptions. When I returned from my retreat, I took the time to muse about this topic with the Be Better group, and it was something we could really all agree with. And then a few days later, my life was seriously interrupted by a five-day hospital trip and diagnosis of type 1 diabetes for my son. So for the next few months, I was left feeling like all I had left were interruptions. My plans were derailed by health issues, my days were interrupted constantly by the need to check blood sugars, and my sleep was thoroughly broken by the same. I have always been one of those people who thrive on uninterrupted spans of time in which I can just work and accomplish things and be, do what I feel I need to do, which makes it kind of ironic that we chose to homeschool and have both of us working from home, because let me just tell you, there is no such thing as a day without constant interruptions. As in, the interruptions even have interruptions until I sit back down hours later and don't know what I'd been doing. And I bet we can all commiserate with that too, right? But here's the thing. Maybe, maybe we're looking at it all wrong. That's the point Goff was making in the devotional, and it's something I have been pondering for months ever since I read it. He points out that Jesus was met with constant interruptions, too. He was on his way to help one person and was stopped by another. Or he was on his way to the mountaintop for a much-needed rest and retreat, and he's interrupted by crowds swarming him. He was trying to enjoy a nice meal when someone came and poured oil all over his feet. His life was a life of constant interruptions, just like ours. But how did he react? Well, we don't see him complaining. We don't see him pushing the interruptions aside. We don't even see him sighing and getting overwhelmed by frustration. We see him pausing. We see him being constantly moved by love for those interruptions, those people so desperate to touch even the hem of his garment that they'd haunt him through the streets. We see him recognizing that every single interruption is in fact its own appointment not just a distraction from what he was supposed to be doing, but a worthwhile task in itself. Do we view our interruptions the same way? I'm trying to do that and view things in a new way. The phone call is an unexpected conversation, not an interruption. The kid at my elbow is a chance to love on one of the most important people in my life, not just a distraction. The email that comes in filled with demands and exclamation points, it's a chance to serve someone in a moment of need, not just something taking me away from my to-do list. That 2 a.m. blood sugar check? It's an act of love for my son and a chance to pray, not just a half hour of missing sleep. What would change in our day if we started viewing each interruption as its own appointment ordained by God? How much less frustrated would we be if we realized that our time isn't our own? So when our scheduled activity is forced to pause, 
we recognize it as God tapping us on the shoulder. What if we could seriously view each unexpected thing as a chance to serve him by serving others and showing his love? When that woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of Christ's garment, the man who'd been taking him to his house to heal his daughter no doubt called it a devastating interruption. The woman called it a life-changing miracle. And Jesus called it another chance to show the love of the Father to a hurting heart. He still healed the little girl. He even brought her back from death. He performed a bigger miracle because of the interruption and another besides. We serve a God whose love is not divided by interruptions. It's multiplied. So let's rejoice in that assurance and try to remember that each moment matters, whether it's filled with what we'd planned to do or with something else entirely. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.